COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. I had a lot of questions for you. For my people out here in New York, uh, they could, you know, really benefit from your knowledge in this particular arena. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I can I can benefit from what's what's going on in New York, too, because I believe I believe that um, when you guys get your adult use stores up and running, like the whole Northeast is going to blow open. That would be nice. Yeah, it is a large market. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are things that I'm definitely concerned about, right? I know they're trying to set up like some kind of like a weed board or something like that. And the thing is that, uh, you know, they're trying to allow certain players in at certain levels. Like back in the day, you could be like, you know, if you know the Domino's story, right? Yeah, I don't know how soon until Domino's starts delivering edibles and stuff. But, uh, you know, if you think about back in the day, right, there was just two brothers and they started a small pizza chain. 
but we, like you know we i can't start a small grow operation and then really grow like you know lee's buds or something you know what i mean that's not being allowed i'm only allowed six medicinal plants that's crazy uh how can we um you know get ourselves they want to lock off the game from us I mean, we're gonna have to make we're gonna have to make our voices known. Um, like like I've like I've often told my listeners, um, you gotta you gotta play the local politics game, the state and the municipal level game. Um, Jersey, they they're banning like like seventy percent of the cities because a lot of the mayors and the city council people are against the plant. Seventy percent of the cities in New Jersey are not gonna allow any adult use. So a lot of I feel like a lot of times the cannabis community they don't do enough on the city level and on the state level and then they just allow these sort of bad regulations to be written and they just allow people like you and me to be get squeezed out. Um again, we're going to have to agitate on a local level. We're going to have to um we're going to have to make our voices known on a local level that we want regulations for the small grower um people should be able to grow in their in their house their lots of acres of land and then have it get tested at the labs that the same land that, that the other big adult use stores use and then if it passes it should be able to be sold like that's the easiest way to do it okay so um right now one thing that i'm actually uh, working on right now is um and it's not really taking off very well not my party's really that great but I started a Discord uh, where I have like a farming operation, uh, you know, for people that are trying to get into growing. And not only that, but people want the thing is that some of the people that I know in the projects right now, one lady actually rented a commercial kitchen in Long Island City because her bakery operation is growing is blowing up. Now, the thing is that during the COVID, right, uh, you know, food deliveries have really shot up. And right now there's no real like Domino's in the weed edibles game or, you know, Burger King. Right. But I think that they're trying to get in. Not only do I think that those big players want to get into it, but, you know, also I think that um, they're going to need like large amounts of weed. And I think that they're going to try to try to buy some big some big commercial grower. But I'm hoping that uh, a small growers could really band together uh, and really, uh, you know, take advantage of this new market here. We Right. While they're setting up, we can uh, create our new edibles markets and de develop our own markets while it's legal, before they establish their brands. I, I bet you those brands are coming soon, by the way. Um, what's going on out there? Uh, is, uh, we's, what, do you know about, what do you know about this? Like, as in terms of us being able to, uh, you know, set up our own markets and them suppressing small sellers. Well, from what I remember and from what I know, like I've, I've heard about, like, like, for example, like I, I often tell my listeners that I think Oregon did adult use the best out of all the states um and i and from what i know oh it says that you're muted you say oregon did the best of all the states okay you're back. all right can, you, can i be heard now yes awesome so all right uh oh, so yeah i said that yeah oregon i believe has the best out of all the states and from what i've been told about them is that they made it so the barriers of entry are very very low to to get into the uh, market they wanted to make a very strong and concerted effort 
to bring all the legacy market people into the fold. So they made the barriers of entry pretty low and uh, made it pretty favorable for the small grower, the small deliverer, the small um, um, business. They they made it very favorable. Um, it, it's 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 it, it, it's a market that favors the consumer. They have fifty dollar outdoor ounces, fifty dollars whole ounces. Um, there's like a glut of, of cannabis in Oregon. Um, it's probably it's probably great for the consumer, for the average Vayner Joe like you and me. It probably stinks for the um, business Girl. because yeah, because yeah, the the price they can't demand as high of a price as like you know um, cartel states like mine. <laughs> you know, um, the thing is that right that is true to an extent, right? But the thing is that. Um, I think what could happen is that these commercial growers, they're going to have like a Budweiser or like a, you know, um, a product like, you know, something like that. But we'll have as smaller growers, we're going to have our own specialty, you know, higher quality, maybe like craft beer type of experience. And we can create those communities. It really, we need to write. Um, I don't think that New York is going to get I, one of my friends like looked into getting a farm. It's $20,000, I think, for the application. And that's not even your shirt to get the get it, get it fulfilled. For a commercial farm so nobody's applying for it unless they know they're going to get it you know what i mean yeah they, they do that on purpose so yeah. like the msos have a, a, a have have a uh advantage it's, it's like that in my state it's it's like millions it's like close close to a million to just to get the process up to and running or something like that i know it's like i know it's very expensive i know it's over i know it's close to a million or over a million but it is the price is high this to, is a to get disturbing development right yeah so some of my boys that i talked to i'm like yo what do you think about this let's fight let's fight the man blah blah and they're like i actually invest money into weed stocks oh so, I, I don't like those people on twitter they're so annoying yeah so what's what what are these companies because actually like i heard of cure leaf but then they talk about some stocks i never heard of but they're like oh i made mad money on this i'm like who are these people what is going on with that what is that yeah, there's like a whole like like Twitter like click called like it's a, it's a hashtag MSO gang. There are these people that follow these multi-state operators like like Caraleaf or like Trueleaf or um what's what, what's the name tobacco, of the other one? I thought Harvest. Big Tobacco was also making big investments into the weed game. Like, oh yeah, I believe I believe they are too. Yeah, and I think I think I think the alcohol company. I think one of the alcohol companies. I don't remember which one, but I think one of them is trying to get in the game. Are they doing it through other names or something? Or are they doing it through like you know their own like Benson and Hedges or whatever they call them? Yeah, I think I, I mean if I were to guess, I think that they're doing it through like other names or whatever. I have to I have to look I have to look it up. Maybe I'll I'll DM it to you when I figure it out. But I but I forgot which company it was, but it was a pretty big brewery. Yeah, yeah, I th I th I think see a lot of like they can make weed beer. They they're gonna put all kind they're gonna make all kinds of stuff. We need to come out with those recipes first, man. That ass, man. You know what I mean? Weed beer. Yo, someone's coming out with that shit. You know what I mean? We need to get our product in the market first. But there is like a, like, um, I believe, I forgot what to say. I believe Oregon, like they had a cannabis beer for a bit where they took out the alcohol. But then they had, they, then their board made them get rid, the, their cannabis um, regulatory board made them get rid of it. But I think some I think some places are trying it, but you still have a lot of politicians like, oh well, no, that's that you're mixing two two different 
sort of intoxicants. Oh my God, we can't have the two things mix. It's like, I mean, but yeah, I mean, there are, they're doing, there are plenty of like creative cannabis edibles that are already there, but like, because there's I can't still a lot of joint and drink a beer at the same time because somehow, right. That just could never happen. <laughs> yeah. To them, to those, to, to most of these politicians that are squares that, you know, yeah. wanted to maintain a squeaky clean image because they always wanted to run for something. <laughs> yeah. That's well, it's not really that clean. Actually. It's kind of dirty. Yeah. What they're doing is ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so they're, they're, they're doing us dirty for sure. What about also, I've seen a lot of like work, uh, talk about, you've heard of like Delta eight THC, like, you know, like it's another type of cannabinoid in the plant that's produced less of still gets you high, but they say that it actually, um, is not regulated by law yet. So I love, I love Delta eight. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a game changer. It, it saves me a lot of cash. Um, like in, in my state, um, medical, a gram of concentrate is, is $70, but yeah. 30 grams or 40 grams of Delta eight is 40 bucks. Oh, word. Yo, maybe I should order some. Yo, do you, you use a vaporizer? Um, yeah, I use a, I use a, um, volcano like vaporizer. Oh, you do it out the plastic bag? No, not volcano. Um, what's the name? Um, the airizer Q or whatever, the extreme. Oh, I've seen Q. Those ones, yeah, the airizer, like the little, yeah. The, yeah. I was thinking about getting something called the tiny mite, but that shit is expensive. You seen that one? No, I don't think I have. Oh, I'll send you the link. Yeah, it's it's, it's a dope ass looking. People be kind of crazy thick ass clouds. Yeah, but um, I was thinking about getting a vaporizer. But I'm really kind of like I like the smoking experience. I keep smoking these Dutches, man. Have you ever done a King Palm? What is that? Um, I think I have one near me. <laughs> what is that? Like a pre roll or something? Um, they're these like they're these like I've these these like natural leaves, and like you could just put stuff in it and and stuff it, and it's it's really easy to do. Oh, that sounds good, man. Yo, I'm growing now, so I, I'm gonna be having like you know shake for pre rolls and stuff. So I'm I'm definitely gonna be making those. I'll order some of those. That sounds like a good time, man. You said what? What do you call them again? King palms. Oh uh, yeah, I'll send I'll send some like that to to you. But, they used to have the golden, um, the golden leaf, the rolling papers made out of tobacco. I miss those. Yeah, save me money on them blunts. Yeah, that was a cheap, cheap, cheap blunt. But they stopped making those all tobacco rolling papers. Oh well, it's okay. So uh, the DTHC, um, that's fucking awesome, dude. I might actually have to order that. Um, but isn't that synthetic? Don't they make that synthetically, or they extract it from the plant? Like, what's the deal? Um. I'm reading a lot of things about it, but like what I hear is that they're extracting it, like they're they're extracting it from CBD, like they're doing some sort of like conversion process. I'm not, I don't have like a sciencey major or anything like that, but they do some sort of conversion process. They convert the CBD into delta eight THC. Um, some states are making some states are making determinations that. Um, all THC should only be sold at dispensaries. Um, some legal states have banned it. I think New York just did a ban. I think Vermont did one. I think um, Arizona has had one. Like, like, and and some and in some cases, like the dispensaries, the adult use and medical dispensaries see it as a threat to their profits. So they're they're calling the referee to to ban or to regulate Delta Eight. 
where they they'll sell it instead of yeah. instead of me being able to buy it all mine for forty dollars for thirty grams or forty grams, they're gonna I'll, I'll go to the dispensary and it's seventy dollars for for seven grams. Like they're gonna the do high? that. I hear the high is more like cerebral. Um, I hear the high is a little different. I, I've heard people. Well, I think it depends on the person, but like I, for me, it's it's more of a body high, but like like it's more cerebral in the sense that I don't feel paranoid, but it's but I like my body definitely does feel intoxicated, but without but my mind's still clear if that makes sense. Oh, so I, I'm actually looking for weed that's functional, so I don't like the couch lock. I need to get up and be able to do my work, but I want to be high as fuck. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, that can yeah, that can be pretty functional. And there's another one called Delta Ten, which is more like a head. It's more of a head high. It's more like the sativa type. Yo, but I, I don't know if there's. Like, I'm gonna try that. that that's yeah, Delta good. Ten. Um, yeah, it's like it, it, I think it's supposed to be for like productivity or something. I, I have to look it up again. But I like, have not tried concentrates because I was worried about them. Um, do, which suppliers do you get from? Um, so I, so there's this place, so this website called Canaclear okay. that I go to, it's, it's pretty cheap. Um, I think out of all places, I think they make it out of like Kentucky or whatever, because yeah. it's dealt, it's, it's made from the CBD plant, but, um, pretty cheap to, place. I just don't want the stuff from China, man. You know what I mean? They had like that, like, uh, milk and stuff. I mean, baby powder and stuff. I just don't trust it. You know what I mean? They will go to extreme lengths. So, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I hear it's true for olive oil too. I hear like a lot of the olive oil that you get from Italy is all fake. So yeah, I've heard people say that too. Yeah, so you're better off getting the stuff from California because it's more regulated here in the states. So they have a hard time passing off the knockoffs. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, man. So look, there's a lot of people who I meet on a day to day basis in the parks, and I'd be telling them, yo, you know, this is a great way to start farming or start, you know, um, doing the edibles market. Talk to your local delis and stuff start building a you know clientele <clears throat> to get used to your product before they move in Domino's makes whatever fucking weed fucking concoction they come up with you want them to be your customers not Domino's customers you know what I mean so um right they're, they're gonna be setting up grow operations right to six right actually if we all grow the same clones just like the egg just like the egg industry organic eggs instead of a factory farm you got me producing like you know five ounces, my other dude producing five ounces, another dude producing five ounces, right? Yeah, all the same clone. You know, we pull it together. We could maybe take on like a larger, you know, cure leaf fucking, you know, standard haze, kush, whatever the fuck they're selling, you know what I mean? Um, and maybe we could uh, challenge them, you know what I mean? And have cool events and shit. Yeah. Um, it's getting, it's like, so how can, yeah, with your experience, like, what, what can these people who want to get into the thing, like you said, like they got to mount up and fight, right. For some of this stuff. Right. But what are some of the things that possibly they can do to really help themselves, uh, you know, make this dream come true? Um, so there's, there's, a, there's, there's a variety of things. I mean, um, when any state legalizes, there's a cannabis sort of like in our state, it's called the cannabis control commission. So there are the regulators um, in some in, in a lot of states are appointed by the governor or the and then the AG gets a pick, the treasurer, yada, yada. They get a pick. And it's like 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 in our in our state, it's about, I think, five people on, on the main board. And there's some other like higher members as well, too. 
Um, so they make all the regulations for cannabis. Like they'll determine, you know, what how delivery is implemented. They'll determine whether there are micro businesses. Um, they'll determine how many, you know, well, a municipality will determine how many dispensaries that they'll have, but they'll oversee the implementation of it and, you know, issue the permits, all that sort of stuff. Is there any way for us to like just shut that whole shit down because there's no fucking board? Is there any place that operates without a board or they always got a board? Um, to my knowledge, all the states have some sort of um, yeah, board because um, they it's it's the whole regulate like alcohol. Well, alcohol has a board, so I think that's their 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 thought process. Those liquor licenses, right? That they charge thousands and thousands of dollars for. What are those? What are they doing for those liquor licenses? It's just the fucking scam. It's just the fucking take your money shit. You know what I mean? And the control yeah. lever. Yeah. Right. They they can always take away your license. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so um just gotta ask you, I was also thinking like I, I'm getting like, you know, certain seeds because I'm I'm making it happen. What's your favorite um what's your favorite uh strains right there? Um, so I like I so my favorite sativa is tangy, but then my my favorite indica, so it's a, kind of it's kind of a tie between sweet tooth and uh twenty four K. Oh, I haven't tried those. Interesting. Okay. And uh, you're in New Hampshire, right? No, Massachusetts. Okay. I do roll through. Uh, I do actually. You know Mr. Boston? Um. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he was on Ye Yeller Bros Discord. Yeah, I, oh, I remember. Oh, yeah, that was insane. Yeah, but you know, he's got, <laughs> like, a lot of, it looks like he's got some quality butt up there. You know what I mean? So um, I want to come out. Massachusetts. I, I might actually head up there at some point. Yeah. Should hang out, man. Yeah. Show me, uh, I hear that uh, Maine has the good bud, though. Yeah, Maine has the good, good quality bud because they've been doing it since the '90s, medical at least. So they've they've been they've been toe to toe with the West Coast pretty much, and they're just a collection of small small craft growers. Like yeah, Cureleaf is trying to like throw their weight around there, but people don't really check for them. People know that they're MSOs and they support the small growers. And it's, it's kind of discouraged to support, to, to, to support the eight main dispensaries that they have. So they, I think they have like eight to 10, like traditional dispensaries for medical users, but then the rest are just small growers and caregivers that can have storefronts. Like some people can even like sell out of like their house or whatever. Like it's very, very easy. It's very, the costs are very low. Um, the costs are low to get a card. It's just, it's across the board, one of the best medical, it's the best medical program in the East Coast and the best cannabis in the East Coast. Um, is there any way to really, um, to uh you said like the the administration of the program was good maybe there's a way to uh you know when talking to legislators down here to really bring that up or to make the case that you know maybe we should use maine as a model yeah I, that should be brought up to all the all the politicians on a local level on a state level you know governors you know that that there's, sort of stuff the cannabis boards it, it really a, needs to be brought up there's an email address that i'm looking up right now there's a way that you can make a comment to new york city so I'm actually looking that up. I, I should have that email. It's DESC, something like that. I'll put that in the link, I guess. Yeah. But there's yeah. a, um, yeah, comment or comment dot. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's in the land. There are some New York City comment um, places where you can leave uh, messages for city council members and stuff like that, right? And Or the mayor, yeah, to try to influence this particular decision. So um, definitely we'll try to move on that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
also want to ask, um, the thing is that, as you know, I'm working on something called the Unified Platform for 22. And the thing is that um, one, you know, obvious platform, you know, request would we'll, we'll see if we could get it passed by, you know, uh, a significant portion of independent and third-party candidates, uh, maybe even uh, sympathetic Democrat, some Republicans. But of course, we want to like maybe uh, legalize recreational marijuana, right? Yeah, it'd be nice to have a nice broad statement like that. But uh, there's also sometimes like nuances or stuff like that, right? That um, if someone put together a platform for marijuana, right? That would be maybe um, such as we talked about earlier, uh, the barriers to entry, right? Things like that into into getting to the business or even uh, maybe some type of way to these boards that are forming, right? Yeah, maybe we could put like some type of caps on, right? No $20,000 weed licenses or whatever, right? Just like a liquor license. Um, so it would be good if maybe we could put together some type of a program to maybe, um, you know, come up with something really coherent that could be used as a standard across all the states that are having this this issue as well. Uh, it's good to use Maine and stuff, you know I mean, or Oregon and California pieces of that, but maybe we could just assemble it all together into a real coherent uh, best of document. I'm sure someone has that, right? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a brilliant idea. Like, like we, like, like all across the country, like even like, like I think neighboring New Jersey, like the way, like the problem is the pro I think the problem we run into is that most of your politicians are still very they still have very old school mindsets. So even if the people vote yes and the vast majority of the voters think like you and me and want small growers, want it to be easy to get, what whatever, but you have these politicians that are hostile to the plant or haven't done it in three, four, five decades. And they're the ones picking the people on the boards. They're the ones putting former big pharma people on. They're the ones putting people sympathetic to law enforcement. It's just like you have to stop. You have to stop them from doing that. You but that again, it's there's no like regulation of growing tobacco. Like I could just grow a tobacco plant. Like what the fuck? You know, I mean, there's it's bullshit. It's all about the money. It is. Yes. Yeah. So sad, man. So, uh, Tangi, uh, I might get some of that. Yeah. Tangi's actually on sale right now. Yeah. I don't know if Tangi's real popular. I, I hear a lot of people, some people saying like Tangi, oh, maybe the orange stuff. People complain more about the orange stuff. Maybe I should get some Tangi. I heard Tangi's good, actually. A big yielder. Um, yeah. Um, Tangi was like, I think grown in like the Emerald Triangle. And it's like a very, it's a very popular West Coast strain. But um, it's, it's, a, it's a light um, strain across like the country and stuff, too. You heard of this stuff called Red Panama? Oh, Panama Red. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. One of my one of my main caregivers like gave me some like last year. That was is it's very like it's a sativa, but it's so functional. Like when I had it, like I I felt yeah. like I can get a lot done, and yeah, yeah. and I felt very calm too. Oh, I'm growing a bunch of that. Yeah, I got that coming too. Yeah, that's that's uh supposedly like more rare strength. So even though yield isn't this big, I don't give a fuck. I just want that experience. I'm jealous because that's that's a land race strain. Like the the strains that they grow now I'll from what I've heard. I'll hook you up. Can I? Yeah. Is is it legal in Massachusetts? It is. Um. I mean, we can talk about that off air. I, I suppose. Yeah. I'll send you a seed. I got seeds coming, bro. I'll send you one. Don't worry. About it. I just give you one. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You you got it. <laughs> awesome. No doubt, man. No doubt. Thank you. No doubt, man. It's uh, the least I could do for the show, man. I appreciate. Oh, I've been listening to the show by the way on Spotify. Um, now that when I'm at work, you know, I mean, I just put on the headphones and sometimes I listen in. Yeah, 
it's a good show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate that. Um, we are, we, this month we just marked our third year. Um, so I mean, time flies, but, um, I've, um, we've, we've been, we've been just been trying to make this accessible and affordable to people. And we've been trying to sort of shake up the regulations and, you know, keep an eye on our lawmakers that like, like I said earlier, that are, are often hostile to our interests because of their sort of old school sort of mentalities and because of who they get their money from. You know, they really know how to pervert the industry very well now. The thing is that they've already dismantled the educational. Um, the students used to be more activists. Now they basically killed that through infiltration and, uh, you know, uh, management of that particular, uh, I guess it's an industry now. And the same thing's unfortunately happening with the weed right away. You know, winners and losers are being chosen immediately before the game even starts. You know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So um, thanks again for being a freedom fighter out there, man. What up, bro? And on the big shout out to the Yellow Brick Road. Catch us up. We'd be hanging out, you know, just shooting the breeze, getting crazy. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. That's basically it, man. Um, though those are like my list of questions for you. You know what I mean? Um, and thanks for helping so much the people that are that are watching out there uh, from New York. That I'm uh, sending over to the channel to like learn more about, you know, cannabis legislation, because honestly, it's a huge fucking it's a huge market and it's a huge opportunity. People missed out on Bitcoin. Yo, this is a, this is a, weed is a fucking winner. Weed is a fucking winner. Yeah. 70, like around 70% support. And, but you still have politicians that are like, like in the Senate, you don't even have, you don't even have 60 votes to get, get it over the finish line now, but you have 70% of Americans that want it. So it's like, there's this lag between what the people want and what the politicians want. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to the day that Amazon sells their own fucking weed brand. Get the. Fuck oh out my of goodness. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it could happen, man. It could happen real way. The fuck too easy. You know what I mean? We gotta establish our shit first. We do. Yeah, uh, you know that day's coming real fucking soon. They want that money. That's why they. Do yeah, that they. Money. Yeah, they. Um, they they stop like testing like their workers for it and then now they want to get they actually want to get into the game i don't know but they're they're well positioned to because logistically they're in every flipping state and it's like they they have the logistics down like so much we have we, we can contact each other through our own networks right yeah like like there's plenty of people i'm going out to california for a uh, labor day weekend by the way so shout out uh you know maybe i'll hang out with some people out there when we see what's up and i should be in massachusetts at some point yeah that's much closer that's like maybe a four or five hour ride, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? All right, cool. Maybe take a bus out there. Yeah, I went to DC. I got some people out in Massachusetts. Yeah, let's fucking hang out. Yeah. Yo, Massachusetts, sure. does, does Massachusetts have like, whenever we go Massachusetts, it always seems so white though. Um, is there really, is it really kind of like that? Or is there, there's, there's enclaves and shit where it's like, there's color people. I mean, compared to like New York, it definitely is very, it definitely is very white. We're, again, we're like your uptight, like whiter, like cousin pretty much. Um, yeah. But, um, but there are enclaves, like, like there are like Latino communities. There are cities that are majority minority. Um, and there are some neighborhoods in Boston and in the Boston suburbs that have a, a good amount of black people. But, but I mean, compared to New York, yes, it is a, a lot whiter for sure. Yeah, I only been there twice, and yo, I was way like it was so white. I was like, "Whoa!" You know, what I, mean? I was like shocked. So that was a surprise to me. Yeah, 
I also remember the duck boats. There's some kind of like duck truck, duck buses or something. You know what I'm talking about, right? So that, that you know where I was yeah. at. Wherever that was, that's where I was at. Yeah. That's my time in Boston. That's it. <laughs> All right, man. So um, anything else that I, what, what about New York? Is there anything else that I could, um, you know, help point you out to what's going on down here? Um, so, I, I mean, I would just, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would just say like, like, um, like, like what's, like, I heard that the new, the new lady, she wants to appoint people to the seats. Like Cuomo was like, he, he wasn't even appointing people. Like he was going to just slow walk it if he was still there. Um, yeah, but you know, is that a good thing? Mm, you know, like, is she rushing to put her people in so they can make the money faster? You know what I mean? Like, eh, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not ready to celebrate yet. Like, they're, like you know, it could be good. It's probably not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's probably not. So I just remain skeptical to the end, but it's possible, yeah. All right, so what's up, man? I can't wait, man, yeah. Oh, I just flipped my, my jams to flower, man. I'm fucking super excited. I have nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, oh yeah, the the seed should come in soon too, man. Panama red. I got some other ones coming too. Uh, I'll throw in a couple. God bless my brother. God bless. My man. Peace. Peace. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have a five dollar and above tier if you are feeling extra generous additionally if you wish to get in contact with us you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord Discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash six five t g two n r again that is https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link https colon slash bit dot ly slash three three fk r v nine. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such, such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated my friends. Peace out and ciao.